Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I am joined by Jeremy Knight, VP of Information Technology here at Crown Laboratories. So thank you for joining me today, Jeremy. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. So the Information Technologies Department is such a critical department within our organization. So I'm really excited for you to share some insights with the audience today. So first, let's just start with the team structure. Can you give us a sense of what the structure looks like? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we have three main departments within the information technology organization. Uh, the first would be the information systems department, which is led by Bruce Thomas. And that department, um, their goal is to drive business processes to utilize our software solutions that we actually have today and to work with the user base to ensure that those business processes are are taking the actual solution that we have and adopting it the right way, instead of taking the solution to adopt to their business process, right? So that's the key fo uh, focal point there for that, that organization. The second would be the information security department, which is led by Chris Lambert. And um, that department obviously is what wraps the security around everything that we have and that we're doing across the organization and maintaining that and kind of being the, the vigilant watcher, if I could use those words, for the organization, right? And then the last department would be the information technology department, which is led by Jason Cott. And that department is the department that handles the service desk, the PCs that we have, the printers that we have, infrastructure in the background that no one ever really sees. It's that that department leads that. So that, in a nutshell, are the three main departments that report up to me. Now, within those departments, there are multiple teams and subgroups underneath them that uh, make up the, those particular areas. So it's systems, it's security, and it's the IT and like the the just the business at hand on a day to day basis type That's stuff. True. That's okay. True. So, so we know that IT is elevating our business intelligence systems, which is a significant investment. You know, obviously, it's essential for us to operate like the first class organization we are, and that's all dependent upon our systems and security. Um, can you tell us a bit about how we're doing that? Like what safeguards, what processes, just a little bit more about that? Yes, great question. Yeah. So in order to describe or to have a first class anything, you have to have a, fan, uh, you have to have a good foundation, okay? So the good foundation for us would be that technology department that I just spoke of a minute ago. So think of that as the network infrastructure, what we call our virtualization platforms, and then our backup and restore systems. So that has to be um, the best in class foundation, I guess is what I will say. And then from there, you take our applications that we that sit out there that we utilize every day. And that's where the information systems department comes in, right? So what we're doing there by integrating all of our different uh, partners that we have, our systems that we have, that's where that, that builds that cohesiveness from uh, how we do our job on a daily basis. And then you have the last piece of it is the safeguarding portion of all this data that we're utilizing, which is where the security department comes in, right? We've got all these processes in place, all this infrastructure in place. Now we have to wrap security around that. And so doing that in a way that makes sense to the organization that doesn't um, inhibit the efficiency that we're trying to do, 
but also puts the right uh, security safeguards behind everything. So it takes a little bit of balance of everything there to make sure it's well-oiled and first in class. Excellent. Now, maintaining data and system security, you know, in this day and age, we know it's a challenge. I mean, it's insane how creative these scammers and such are getting, but how have we enhanced the security over the years? Yeah, great question. So we've come a long way and we still have more to go, um, but we've invested a significant amount of uh, money into our security technologies that we have, whether it's um, actual technical solutions, policies, processes, things of that nature. Uh, phishing campaigns, you mentioned that briefly just a second ago, right? So we are, we're doing these campaigns along with, um, with these technologies so we can actually see where we're uh, increasing and in, in, in getting past these failures that we've had in the past, right? And I'll give you a quick example here. Six months ago, we started a, a, a pretty significant phishing campaign and at the very beginning of it, we had about a 23% failure. And now the last one we just did, we had a 7% failure, right? So we want to get to a realistic goal of less than 2%. So that's the goal for us internally, right? Um, and to do that, we have to continually educate our users, put technologies in place, like I said earlier, right? And one of the next steps that we want to do as an organization is actually test our our, our systems that we put in place. I'll call it a, per, a pressure test. Some people call it a penetration test. So that's the next level for us as an organization. And we plan on doing that uh, within the third quarter of this year. So the company, again, just to summarize all that is significant investments. Um, the leadership team with Nadim and Jeff, they're very much on board on this. And so with their continued support, it's, you know, that's what we need to be doing as an organization as a whole. Awesome. Now, I mean, I know that there's a lot of projects going on within your world, but can you talk a little bit about some of the projects that the team is currently working on? Yes, <laughs> projects, that's a funny one. So we yeah. have over 30 projects left for the year and we have about 20 of them that are active today. Uh -huh. uh, one actually that we're wrapping up right around, I think it's today going into Monday, is uh, the, the security upgrade for the serialization lines. So we upgraded technology as well as uh, the operating system of the lines that run our tube line and jar line within the manufacturing facility. So and serialization, the, sorry, yeah. sorry, Jeremy, but just no, to okay. interrupt for one second, the serialization is for the prescription products. Is that right? That is correct, yeah. Not every product goes through the serialization line. That, that is 100% that is correct. This is specifically with the lines that go through the, the serialization process for those products, yes. So again, to, to point, that, that line of products that we have, they're very significant, right? There's lots of oversight from the FDA and other organizations. So you have to make sure that security is top priority for those types of uh, uh, technologies that we have out there, products, excuse me, that we have out there, right? The next up, I would say it's, that's really big would be Ross. So we have integrated with multiple retailers over the past six months, 3PL partners, the, the large uh, Salesforce e-commerce platform that the company is working on, integrating with that. Um, and then we also have a very big um, supply chain group of projects that we're going to be working on with a cross-functional team that will help give visibility within 
for inventory visibility within our partner channels, right? So there's multiple projects that are happening and I could probably sit here and talk for an hour on all the projects that we have, but those are some of the top priority ones that we're working on along with others. Wow, all right, so that's significant. So the, with the um, with our partners in supply chain, that's for them to see the inventory that of their products that's on hand here? As well as what inventory that, that some of our partners might have on their um, so it's two way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's, it's bi-directional, right? So right now, you know, we have individuals that are having to go look at Ross data and then go look at data up inside maybe our 3PL's website. Okay, we want to be able to integrate that so they're the same, right? So that way when data is going back and forth, it's all being updated. So Very efficient. Yes, uh, 100% way more efficient. Oh, that's great. You know, you're, you're basically helping a user have to do duplicate work right now where they don't have to do that duplicate work. So that's, that's the goal of the organization is to enhance that. Right. Looking at the full story in one screenshot. That's right. Yep. Excellent. Okay. So now changing gears a little bit. So you re you recently launched a new training portal on crown connection. Can you tell us more about it? Yes, absolutely. So the focal point of the IT education space that's on crown connection was to just create a centralized location to help inform, showcase any simple new trainings or emerging technologies that the company's utilizing, such as Teams and other things, right? So the whole point of that is to, you know, basically have this location where we can bring all the, the users into, they can grab it, they can go use it, see it, and then drive them over to like Crown Academy for more uh, complex training or other training initiatives that maybe HR is running or things of that nature. So to us, it was more of a creating like a partner space where we might be able to put some simple training documentation or um, it could be uh, work instructions, things of that nature that we might've developed or someone has developed, they wanna put it somewhere. It gives us that ability to do that. This is not to take the place of something like Crown Academy or even what, um, you know, quality might have or regulatory might have some other training that they utilize. This is not to take the place of that. This is just a simple place to showcase the new technologies that we're that the company is trying to, to push out there. An additional resource library. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and now one thing I know firsthand and I've heard first heard from some others is like, when do we use OneDrive? Uh, can you briefly explain how OneDrive is different from using the H, <clears throat> excuse me, or S drives? Just looking yeah. for some clarity on that. Yes, absolutely. So OneDrive is a personal cloud storage. It's exactly the same thing with the H drive is. There's benefits to the OneDrive because you can access it on your device, whether it's a phone or a tablet or whatever, as well as traditionally on your PC within the network or whatever, like you can with the H drive. Um, so Think of OneDrive as uh, as just another way to be able to utilize the H drive. It's nothing like the S drive, which is what we would consider a departmental shares, right? IT manages that and, and they share out um, or they grant access to that. So OneDrive is more personal. Now, yes, can you use OneDrive and share content to other people? You absolutely can. IT doesn't control that. You, the user, would control that yourself if you wanted to use it. So I would say OneDrive is the preferred personal storage location because it has so many other benefits. You don't have to VPN to go grab the data on your H drive like you would have to do that now. 
It's just another way of doing it. I would envision that the H drives across organizations will probably eventually go away because it's an older way of doing things. We at Crown still allow it to be there today, but eventually down the road, it probably will go away because every user gets storage capacity already with their, their Office 365 license that they have. So, and it's, it's much more than what IT can provide in the general basis. So the H drive takes up storage on our servers and stuff, yeah. but the one drive kind of is a, is a in little bit separate. Microsoft world, that's right. It takes up all Microsoft servers, basically. Okay. All right. So you're suggesting OneDrive is the preferred storage location for our personal stuff. Yes. If, if you're okay. asking me, I would 100% say it because it's so much easier. I have it on my, my phone so I can just access the same files. I don't have to go log into my laptop to go access uh, you know, a Word document or whatever document I might have stored there. Okay. Okay. That That's helpful. And I know that there's a bit of trainings available as well on Crown Academy about how to use OneDrive. So maybe that's something that our users may want to check out yeah, as well. Absolutely. Okay. So now we've talked quite a bit about the company, excuse me, about the department's initiatives and progress, but you know, you've been with Crown for almost two years and they've flown by to me. I don't know about you, but what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment and what are you most proud of in your tenure here? Wow. That's, that's probably the toughest question. <laughs> So no, I'm seriously, I think my biggest accomplishment would be creating a, a solid IT strategic plan for the organization that is real, um, that has structure to it, which is what we've kind of went over here early on when we first started talking, um, but then also taking the current technologies that we had in place, enhancing them, utilizing them more so, right, which is, I'll call those continuous improvement projects that we might be doing, as well as adopting new technologies uh, to make us more, um, more efficient, better automated, uh, even more secure, those types of things, right? Um, so I would say that would be uh, maybe the biggest accomplishment is just pushing that. Again, I'm not the one doing a lot of the tasks, it's my team. So therefore, I would say that I'm probably more proud of my team than anything else uh, because they're the ones who are actually doing all the work on a daily basis. And they're the ones that are, uh, that are, are trying to get the users to adopt all the different things that we're doing. Well, I can tell you from my perspective and having worked with you on the revamp of Crown Connection, you know, you've certainly been incredibly helpful in having a vision for it and experience that really led us to a much better platform. So I appreciate your um, support with that, but also um, knowing that you, your department now is truly a business partner to the organization and you're not reactive right. and, um, you know, in providing solutions and guidance up front so that we're all working in sync. Um, yeah, and, and that's our goal. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to hear you say that because that's our goal. We, we are going to be reactive in certain situations, but we want to limit that to where not every day we come into work, we're fighting fires, right? We want to be proactive and we want to work and be partners. We're customer uh, service organization. So we want to be partners. However, sometimes we have to say, hey, we can't do that this way because of this, this, this. But this is how we can do that. And right. we have to have our individuals internally that work with users. They have to have that mindset with everybody. And that's the kind of people we want. And that's the kind of people I feel like the team that we have. And uh, so I appreciate that, Jill. Thank you very much. Well, congratulations on assembling what 
<clears throat> I can say from my firsthand experience um, is a great team with structure and um, and a commitment that you know that the company needs. So thank you for a job well done. Um, all right. Well, I, if there's nothing else, I think we can close out this this session. I appreciate your time, and I know our employees will appreciate hearing what you had to say to them today. So, Jeremy, thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time because I know you have a lot more to share with the organization on those projects you mentioned. So. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Day.